Hey, I'm Clint Benish, and I want to welcome you to the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast, where our mission is to equip you with ideas and resources to faithfully serve in your local church. Please take a few moments to subscribe to this podcast and give it a five-star rating and review. But for now, let's join Tim Price as we jump in today. Thank you so much, and I'm glad to have Ava Andrews with us today on the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast. How's it going, Ava? It's going good. How are you? Doing well. It's great to uh, take a minute today to talk a little bit about stage presence. But before we get into that, um, Ava, I've known you for a long time and um, for the past three or four years have served with you in different ministry. So we've sung together in Harvest a lot on conferences and summer teams. And for the last couple of years, you've been serving as one of the worship leaders here at our church in mm-hmm. Troy. So um, I know I just said a couple of bits about your life, but give us a little nutshell of who you are. Uh, well, I am 20, probably 21 next month. Woo-hoo. Um, I go to SIUE majoring in dance and minoring in meteorology and climatology. And um, I work at a restaurant and that's kind of all I do. I sing, I work and I dance. That's cool. And every time you tell me that you're minoring in meteorology it always blows my mind i, yeah, I think it's awesome i just never yeah. known anybody that, that did that so yeah. and um and in addition to all that i know you said you sing um you we you and i are have something in common that we both were part of saint matthew mm-hmm. and we both part of troy yeah. and um i haven't been a part of saint matthew in years except i know a lot of people from there but you grew up there in the youth group and i did when i was a student as well and um so that's cool to have different outlooks and different ways of knowing about different styles of worship ministry. Mm-hmm. But it's been great to have you here. And anybody that is in our church's um, two services that meet on Sunday mornings in our Family Life Center recognize and know you. And for some of the people in our other two services who meet in the sanctuary, they may not know you as much. But um, it's awesome to uh, to have you as part of the ministry. And... Today, we're going to talk a little bit about Stage Presence, a, a seminar that you led back when we um, did our worship conference last fall. And so I thought we would just take some time to um, dissect this a little bit and see what your thoughts are. So we'll just start with, what is Stage Presence? Uh, stage Presence is more, it's just an outward expression of like, when you're on stage, how you're feeling inside, it's how you relate to the congregation, it's how you amp them up, it's how you express yourself. Yep. It's kind of it, really. <laughs> so it, it's like they hear you, but they mm-hmm. also see you. So mm-hmm. which of those is more important or how do they work together? The congregation can <laughs> can hear you, but sometimes they're not really into it. You know, it's, it's early in the morning or late at night. And I feel like when you use your arms and you use your face and you use your expression, then it gives them, it shows them that they can do more than just listening and singing. They can feel God in their hearts and in their bodies, and they can show that to you as well. Yeah. So is it hard to do, and and you're actually a great example of stage presence in general. Like you really bebop around and you <laughs> connect people and you do the right thing at the right time. Sort of, it's not usually like over the top or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But um, is it hard to do stage presence stuff whenever the congregation is kind of just sitting there looking at us? Or is it sort of like that challenges you or something? Definitely. Um, it's kind of, it's definitely like a conversation. Like if the congregation is just kind of staring at you, you just feel awkward. But I mean, I feel awkward all the time anyway, but <laughs> <laughs> but definitely when I'm just being stared at. Um, 
But I mean, it definitely challenges me to do more and convince them that like, hey, it's okay to jump or raise your hand or smile. Smiling is good. That's true. But. That's that's a huge part of it. So what does um, what does stage presence have to do with um, in terms of leading worship? I know you just mentioned a few of those aspects of, of getting people, but how does um, worship leading and stage presence fit together? Um, I think that's a good question. And I like the I, I like your phrase conversation with mm-hmm. people, but you're also having a conversation with God because we're not there to entertain people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think you do have to draw that line. Like, am I being funny? Am I being entertaining? Or am I showing people that God is here? His presence is in is on stage. His presence is in the seats. His presence is in the kitchen, you know, stuff like that. I don't know. I think it's just kind of like me showing what I'm feeling from God to other people mm-hmm. and then they reciprocate. And in some ways, yeah, that's really good. And in some ways you actually have, um, there, I mean, there is a fine line of like entertainment or whatever the word would be. And I'm not sure what the mm-hmm. right word is, but you want people to feel like they're engaged and, mm-hmm. and able to watch and and basically enjoy worship, like just mm-hmm. have fun being there and, and doing that. In our own church, um, have you seen any change in people since you started leading worship here? I mean, not necessarily. I didn't know what it was like before I came. But I mean, I've heard from some people that everyone is more lively when I'm when I'm here. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's probably true. <laughs> So you're a dancer and yeah. you naturally sort of dance around here yeah. and there. So it might be easier for you to say, move around, dance, use your arms, meet your face. Mm-hmm. But if we're going to get practical, what does it really look like for maybe somebody who is a singer but not a dancer? Um, I think it's just it comes down to just being intentional uh, with your movement and with just your presence in general. Like you can stand on stage and you can sing and you can sound nice. But you have to, I guess, translate what you're, what's going on in your brain and what you're singing to the rest of your body. Like, it's not just your head that's doing the stuff. The leading. The leading, right? Yeah. It's not just your face. It's, it's everything. So. so if I was a singer, which I'm a bad example of this, too, because I basically strum the guitar and stand at the <laughs> mic. And yeah. I think I smile a lot, but I don't really do much else. Mm-hmm. Although... I have heard that um, just moving your feet now and then makes mm-hmm, a difference. Definitely. So do you consciously think about moving your feet or do you just sort of do it now? I just do because if I stand still, it makes me really nervous, you know. And, of course, I'm a dancer. so it, And if I hear any music anywhere, I'm just like, but, you know. So what would So what would other people do? If you had to tell somebody how to be more natural on stage, would you tell them to? What would be like the top five things you would tell somebody that was just stand up there holding the mic? Um, I'd probably tell them like, hey, if you were practicing in your room for your stuffed animals, what would you do? Would you just <laughs> would you just stand there or would you move around a little bit? Like just pretend that it's just your stuffed animals out there. I don't know. If you I mean if you get nervous, if like moving your arms and your feet makes you nervous, or if you're afraid you're gonna do something that someone's not gonna like, like that's Stage presence is your expression of how God is working in, in your life. And someone else might not feel that way, but that's okay. You know. So there could be, there are times whenever we may not feel like it. 
mm-hmm. sometimes our own actions of our own lives, raising our hand or smiling bigger or moving our feet a little bit, actually tells our our own bodies and our own mm-hmm. lives that, yeah, we need to worship. So you think somebody can be, I mean, you can't really judge the heart of people and worship is about mm-hmm. the heart, but do you think somebody can be out there just hands in their pockets, looking up, barely Definitely. barely singing and still worship? Or do you think? Definitely. Or does it feel like somebody needs to like be moved a little bit out in the congregation? Mm, I think there's different ways that people worship. And if standing there reverently, just listening is your way of worshiping, then that's, that's cool. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Um, some people just like to move around. Some people like to jump. Some people like to yell. Um, some people just like to stand. And I think as long as your heart's in the right place, that's all that matters. And maybe everyone can't see that, but that's not, there's nothing wrong with that. So, so, um, somebody said recently that in this day and age of live streaming and videos and people singing and all that stuff that, that worship leading from the stage as a vocalist is 75% visual. Definitely. So, but that doesn't mean people can sound bad because that would also be bad. <laughs> but <laughs> right. if the best singer in the world was up there and the song was a moving kind of song, it might feel funky if they weren't moving at all. Definitely. Yeah. Strange. All right. So you might have already included some of this. I like the uh, I like the part where you said you're always awkward and then you bring out an example of singing in front of your stuffed animals. But <laughs> Yeah. I don't have any stuffed animals. But <laughs> I was just kidding. Some people do. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're not that awkward. Um, um, so you might have already said some of this, but in this seminar that you did this uh, last fall, um, what are some of the ways that you presented or other people brought up? I know there was a lot of conversation in that group too, of how can somebody improve their stage presence? Oh, that's a, that was a long time ago. Um, to <laughs> um, improving your stage presence, I think it just it just comes with time. Like, just trying to be more confident in yourself, I think, is important. Of course, that is a lot easier said than done. Um, But I think just, like, every time you worship or every time you're on stage or in in the congregation, like, just do a little more. Like, you don't have to go from not doing anything to doing it perfectly. Of course, no one can do it perfectly, but doing it as well as you can in, like, one week. I think just adding a little bit more, becoming more comfortable with expressing yourself and eventually it'll just kind of come to you. That's true. So a couple just quick little one line answers. Is is it better to hold a microphone or have a stand? I think it depends on the song, like the set of songs you're doing. If they're all kind of like older and like they don't have a lot of like, like fancy stuff and like they're more like i don't know what that was supposed to be <laughs> and they're just more simple than it's like than a stand is nice because there's not much to do but if you have a lot of songs that are like very not saying like more modern songs or more worshipful that's not what i mean but like more modern songs that have like a stronger drum beat or like just more instrumentation going on it's nice to hold the microphone so you can move and so that you don't accidentally start singing like to the right of the microphone because that definitely happens or if you close your eyes like i don't know whenever i close my eyes i'm always afraid that like i'm gonna like go to like that's the side or the top and i'm not gonna be singing the microphone so like i have my eyes half closed and it looks stupid but (laughs) well that was my next one line thing was (laughs) eyes closed or not sometimes that's a big conversation in worship leading 
I so. think it depends. Um, I don't know if you can see like how like on our stage. I don't know if you can see from the like the first row or the last row if my eyes are closed. But sometimes it's nice. What about song lyrics? Do you memorize most of them, or do you rely on iPads or screens? Or um, I have, I think, most of our songs memorized. But I like to have the iPad just in case I have a brain fart because you know it happens a lot, or the screen breaks on the and one song I don't know. Especially if you're leading that particular song, right? That's... It's just nice to have. But I do, I think, having this the lyrics memorized gives you more confidence, and then it's just easier <laughs> i don't know so the um last one line thought is what about rehearsals how do rehearsals help stage presence should you be stage presency during a rehearsal or should you just wait for the service um i think it depends on the like it's like i said before it depends on the set of songs like i'm not normally super stage presency during rehearsals or maybe i am i don't know am i well, between songs, you usually walk around the stretch. Oh. <laughs> that is true. Um, I think if you need to practice what you're doing, then that's good for you. If you feel like it's more of a spur of the moment type of feeling, then that's good too. But I think it's definitely good to keep it in mind while you're yeah. um, in rehearsal. Like Just be like, oh yeah, I'll probably raise my hands at this point because that seems like a nice spot to raise my hands. Okay. Yeah, and... Another thought as we were talking here, really sometimes we put too much stock into the stage. Like we think of that as like this big, huge, unbelievable thing. And really, we've always said around here that the people that are ushering and serving donuts and watching kids and doing sound and the worship team, we're all in the same group. We're like volunteering to lead God's people and serve in the church. So whether or not you're on stage or not, I mean, you don't have to like make that. It's a holy place, but you don't have to make it so uppity that you're not able Mm -hmm. just to relax and Mm -hmm. so that's one thing you're pretty good at you kind of just walk up on stage take your shoes off yeah set down your dunkin donuts tea and wheat thins and then i'm just (laughs) that's only during rehearsal but the shoes off has become a bit of a conversation it's kind of become a trademark so what are (laughs) what are some philosophies or, or your mindset behind that um well i really just hate shoes like I drive barefoot. I hate winter because I can't, I have to wear shoes because my feet are cold. But, um, you know, I just feel like, well, okay. I should say this. Whenever I wear shoes on stage, like during rehearsal, I always trip and like almost face plant onto the preacher's stand. Like every single time. I don't know what it is. I, I must be cursed. But um, I do feel that like when I don't have my shoes on, like I feel more grounded and I feel less nervous because I'm always nervous. But um, I kind of feel like my feet are just, I guess I could, it's kind of sounds kind of cliche, but holy ground. I'm standing on holy ground. I want my feet to be touching the holy ground. Mm-hmm. I want to be in this place. It's like the song. Yep. You know, you should do that song. Which Next one? Sunday, Holy Ground. Oh, yeah. It's a nice song. Well, we can't do it this Sunday. You're helping to lead worship this Sunday. Oh, I'm, oh yes, I am. But we, uh, we already got songs for that one. I don't think Holy Ground's in there. Yeah, no. But we just got sidetracked thinking about it, so. <laughs> <laughs> Well, your shoes off has been a, a, a fun conversation for people. So some people yeah. don't even know their name, and they just come to me and say, who's the girl that sings with her shoes off? And then they, <laughs> they go off on whatever compliment or thought they're going to give. So, all right. Well, um, just a couple more things here, and then we'll wrap up. But um, stage presence at our church has been great, and you've helped lead the way and pave the way in a lot of ways. 
And so you were an intern here and then you're still serving, which is awesome. But we've also sung in Harvest Ministry, which is a ton of conferences and kids conferences and student ministry conferences and summer camps. Mm -hmm. And so do you think you have a different sort of stage presence when you're in those settings as you do when you're at church on Sunday morning where everybody's dressed up facing forward? Definitely. What are the differences? Um, I just, it's probably going to sound really bad. I just kind of feel more like, I guess you said uppity. When I, in conferences and in like, especially kids stuff, like I'm definitely more like whoop-dee-doo, like in kids stuff, like I'm doing motions and I'm bouncing around and I'm smiling and they don't really care if, I, if something goes wrong. But I don't know, I guess maybe Sunday mornings I'm a little more nervous than I am in conferences. It's like more reserved. Well, it's also that, doesn't it seem like at conferences, people come with more expectation? Definitely. Like the congregation, the, the assembly of people. Mm -hmm. And they're there for the same reason. Like they're not just there to be there like on a Sunday. Like some people come because, oh, it's Sunday. I got to go to church. You know? Yeah. So they're there and they're standing there. People like at fire up, especially like they're jumping around. They have their hands in the air. And I think that's really great. You know, they come to worship, but then they go back to their own churches and they're just kind of like how they were before. <laughs> Enough from experience. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I just think it's, it's easier to... I think like we said like we said before, uh reciprocate. If the congregation is doing a bunch of stuff, it's like, oh, they like this. Let's do more. Yeah. So what kind of what kind of worship leader who wants their team to be more stage presency and wants their congregation to be more alive and worship visibly, which again isn't a prerequisite to deep seated heart worship, but mm -hmm. it, there's some factor to it, like the more expressive than the mm -hmm. more opportunity that what kind of worship leader do so the thing i can think of is they can pray for their team to Definitely. grow in god's presence and spirit but what else i mean like if a worship leader came to you and said hey move more how would you take that um not well <laughs> <laughs> um i definitely don't think that's the way to go um i think just every once in a while i think clint does this sometimes um like when we sing no longer slaves he'll say like we should raise our hands and i think that's really great Maybe we should do that more. Like, hey, let's raise our hands in this part of the song because it's nice to do that. And we can all do it together because we're a family. We're a congregation and, and we're, we're a church. Nice. And we're nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I hope so. Um, <laughs> but I definitely think that's one thing we can do. Another is just to keep moving, keep tapping along and see if they catch on. And if they do, that's great. Uh, some people definitely have, um, I think, I've noticed a little bit more groove, yeah. but, um, you know, just keep pressing on. That is good. Well, I appreciate you, Ava. And, um, if people are listening to this podcast and they've just bumped into the worship leader toolbox podcast and they wanted just to be connected to you, what, what are you you're on Instagram? I am. I, I am now on Facebook as of like two months ago. Oh, so that's right. Yeah. I'm so an adult. on Instagram, you're what? Um, Andrews. Andrews underscore Ava. And on Facebook, you're just Ava Andrews. I think so, yeah. You're not anything else? No. We Yeah, that's, that's good. So, And also, you can find Ava on um, various pictures and videos and whatnot through Harvest Ministry mm -hmm. um, page. And we keep bringing up our church here in Troy, and it's in Troy, Illinois. And uh, a lot of examples that come from these podcasts are in that. So. All right, Ava, I didn't actually prepare you for this last thing, but is is there anything else, just one last thing you would encourage worship team vocalists on? One final thought or just mm. a little tidbit. You've said a lot of great stuff here. Appreciate yeah, I think it. just keep smiling. That's really important. I think especially like right now, like 
we don't want to come to church because it's just weird. We're online. We're on a camera. It just feels weird. We don't know if our hair looks frizzy. That's that's definitely me. Um, but I think just keep smiling and keep bebopping along mm-hmm. and do your best. That's that's great. Keep smiling. Maybe on the show notes here, I'll post the picture of the Sunday you lost your glasses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's okay if you lose your glasses. I promise. It's not the end of the world. I do it every day. So I think you closed your eyes most that whole morning. Yeah, probably. That was that was great. Those are some great pictures, though, for some reason. I don't know why that cracked I don't me know. up. I, stuck I, just, with I me. look better without my glasses. Yeah. Well, the screen was behind you, and somebody took pictures, and it just happened to be the day that you came in and couldn't find your glasses. That oh, was, yeah. That was great. Don't drive without your glasses. That's bad. Yeah. Oh, that's a good public service announcement. <laughs> All right. Well, appreciate your time, Ava, and thanks for your ministry. And um, thank you, everybody, for listening to the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast. And we're so thankful to have you on this journey and want to pray for your team. And especially as we come out of this pandemic time and we start meeting again in person, um, just pray for God's Spirit to fill us and um, help us to lead the church faithfully. And we're praying for you. Thank you for listening to the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast. If you would like to support this podcast, there is a support link in the show notes below. Also, we would love to have you click subscribe and give us a five-star rating so more people can discover us. Don't forget to join the Worship Leader Toolbox Facebook page for connection and community. If you have any questions, please contact us or leave us a message at worshipleadertoolbox.com slash podcast.